Living life, loving Jesus, is a marathon, not a sprint. Living life, loving Jesus, is a relationship, not a religion. Living life, loving Jesus, is everyday living with the King of Kings. Living life, loving Jesus, is the greatest adventure for a lifetime. Currently rocking in the school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me <laughs> talking about living life and loving Jesus. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's awesome. I know this is up a little early if you happen to catch it before Friday, but here it is. That's okay. It's the end of the year, and uh, I wasn't here for the past two weeks because I decided to spend some time with my family and uh, not record. So I'm back for the very end of the year, and I will be here for the first couple of weeks of January. In the last half of January, I'm going to take off for some personal reasons, and I'll be back in February just to kind of give you a heads up. And if you don't care, whatever. <laughs> That's fine with me. Just continue to keep listening and watching, I guess. So if you happen to be watching me right now on YouTube, make sure to hit that giant red subscribe button, ring the bell so that you know when my next videos are popping up. And if you don't like my face, <laughs> you can always check me out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. And of course, I am available on Facebook where I have both the audio and video available. And you can check me out on Instagram where I do put up a, a little shorts of the shows um, on the reels. So make sure to check those out. Make sure to hit like on all that stuff and just enjoy the content that, that comes out and have a great time. We're done. Have a good afternoon. Happy New Year. Just kidding. <laughs> so the end of the year is here. It is here. 2023 is right around the corner. Christmas has just gone by, and we are headed into the next year, and as some might say, another year to transform ourselves. New year, new me, or however that saying goes. But here, I am the reality buster. That's me. That's what I do. I like to mess with things. January 1st is just another calendar day with a new number after it, and this one is going to be 2023. So... What are you going to do with your 2023? I don't know. I'm going to make a resolution. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Well, everybody wants to do something to make a change, do some core of the thing. And 23, 2023, excuse me, 23, just 23. 2023 is going to be the exact same as 2022 was unless we choose to make it different. The year change is not a magical switch that suddenly everything changes. So it's like... 31st of December 1999 we're gonna party like it's never mind so 2022 and then at midnight it becomes 2023 there's not some sort of magically sprinkly dust or some kind of weird stuff that suddenly goes everything is gonna be perfect no that doesn't happen really what it is you've probably heard me say this a million times is there is no if there is no effort on our part there will be no change so whether the calendar date changes or we change, that's up to you. So if you want to, if you want something different to happen in your life in this new year, you must be the one to make that change happen. So here's a thought. 
God has already put a plan together for us. So why don't we just stick to the plan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I think that's funny. This thing we do, living life, loving Jesus, is a lifetime journey. If we make mistakes throughout the year, most of the time it's our own fault, and I'll get to that later. Most of the time we, we'll make some sort of dumb financial decision, and we'll go broke for a couple of months. And Why do we, well, if we just wait until next year, everything will be great. No, how about just fix it? You know, how about just do the thing? That it takes. And, and you know, when, when you're living life loving Jesus, it's you, you have to have a long game attitude. And, yes, we have to make adjustments along the way. And that's an absolute because the enemy comes in and messes with us. But the Jesus life is a long game life. It's like running a marathon. And if we make small adjustments throughout the journey as we come in contact with difficulty, we manage the journey better. So as I continue to just walk in life and do the thing that God has for me to do, and not all of us are going to be fantastically over-the-top preachers and greatness and all this kind of stuff. We can bring greatness. We can have greatness and do all these super high-elevated stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean that we make the media. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're pulpit people. It doesn't necessarily mean all these kinds of things. When we stay on the path that has been set forth or we let difficulty take over, then we find ourselves off the plan. So if, if we're on the plan, we make minor, small adjustments to continue on the plan. We're like, oh, we're getting to the edge of the track. What do I do? I turn the wheel a little bit. Oh, we're getting close to over here. Oh, I can't breathe. I'm, I'm running my race and, I, and I'm breathing heavy. What do I do? I slow down a little bit. I keep moving, but I slow down a little bit. <sighs> Get some oxygen. I run by the water guy. <sighs> splash the water in my face. I make all the little minute, small adjustments along the way, and that helps make it in the marathon and we should be consistent and train for that long game so every day training is an everyday process something that we have to learn to do with ourselves and it's not just physical training a lot of times we think oh you hear the word training we have to go to the gym we have to run but if you understand that already it's the same process mentally to train or in your heart or biblically to train we need to train ourselves up to understand what we're doing so here's Hebrews. The writer of Hebrews says some cool stuff in Hebrews chapter 12. I'm going to read this out of the New Living Translation. This is verses 1 through 4. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that easily trips us up. New King, or New King James says that snares us. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith because of the joy awaiting him. We endure, or he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people when you... Then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. So first of all, let's look at verse 1. We are surrounded by such a huge cloud of witnesses to the life of faith. What? What? <laughs> There's a big cloud over our head. We're like pig pen from peanuts. No, not, not that kind of cloud. It's a huge cloud of witnesses. The cloud of witnesses is the men of faith that came before us. And they're looking down on us from heaven, so to speak, and watching what we are doing. And what would this 
why would this be mentioned? Why why would he mention be who cares? You know, God's on our side. God God's witnessing everything we do. So what's the big deal about this big cloud of witnesses? And that's because they are our example. Look at their lives. See how they made it. See the mistakes they made. See how to adjust because of the examples that we that were set before us. That's part of the training. When you're reading the Bible, you're reading about these men of faith that are that is this cloud of witnesses. We have to have an understanding that when we are doing our life, when we're doing life, God's there all the time over time. And there's everybody else that's in heaven is going, hey, what's up down there? <laughs> that's not the direction that God said you should go. Right? So verse one goes on to say this: strip off the weight that slows you down. Check the sin that trips us up and run. Run the race that God put before us. Because everyday life, we're, we're constantly doing things. We're constantly, you know, if you've ever run, I, I, you know, you can look at the size of me. I am not a runner, right? Um, currently not a running, you know. <laughs> and that's, you know, this is not something I can do very well. I never did it good in high school or anything like that. I'm just not a big, not a big time runner. But I do know what it takes to run the mile or to run these kinds of things because I had to do it at some point in my life for whatever purpose, right? So now you have to have an understanding that uh, imagine what goes into a long race, a marathon, and running the whole race. Now take that race. You're going to sweat. Your mind's going to be messed up. Where's the next water guy at? I'm running out of air. My feet hurt. You know, all these things start to happen while you're running this race. And now imagine that same race and put 20-pound ankle and wrist wrist weights on while you're running. And imagine how much of an issue that would be while you tried to get to the finish line. Now take that idea, and about halfway through the race, you realize that if you just took those things off, you would probably run faster. You would probably run further. And you probably wouldn't be working as hard. That would be stripping off the weight, removing the obstacles that trip us up, getting out of the sin that we used to be in, changing the way we live, and making minor adjustments during the race to keep us going where we need to go. Now, if you've done that and you've stripped off the weight, then you have to find the focus. So what am I focusing on? You know, if, if you run for a long, 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 long time, or if you do an activity for a long, 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 long time, Whatever you, you, you have to keep your focus on whatever that activity is, right? You have to, con- okay. <laughs> I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I'm, oh, 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 oh. oh, man, chocolate bar sounds good. There's an AMP. No, I just lost the race because I went. <laughs> you have to have your focus. So either your focus is on the finish line. It, uh, you know, you always hear athletes, I'm going to win this for my mom. I'm going to win this for my grandma. I'm going to win this for my children. You know, they have a focus in the race. Now, imagine if we just kept our eyes on Jesus every day in our race. And, and, and we find that focus because we're keeping our eye on Jesus because he has already endured the race. He might know how to win the race. Which, if we go back and look at scripture, uh, hello, <laughs> and we might want to figure out how we did it. We might want to develop a relationship with the champion that perfects our faith. When we are in a relationship, we are able to ask the questions that require deep answers about our journey, about our run, about our thing that we're doing, compared to just knowing the rules that are required for the race. 
and there is so much in between the start line and the finish line that simply have nothing to do with the rules of the race. So technically, the rules are equal to religion. If you do this, 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 and this, you will do this. If you work hard, you will go there. If you do that, there's rules to it. When you're going to start the race, you hear the snap of the of the race gun, whatever that thing's called. You hear the <laughs> the gunshot goes off. You take off, and then you finish. Man, those are really simple rules to a race. But if you're not ready for that, you may never make it to the finish line, depending on how far away it is. So you have to have a conversation. You have to have an understanding that the that there is a huge difference between the two. The rules state relationship communicates. There's a huge difference between that. So the rules are one, you do this. Two, you do this. Three, you do this. Communication with your coach. When we're in relationship, we are in constant communication. So we're spending time with our coach. We're, we're learning our strengths and weaknesses. We're training for the long game so that while we are in it, and we are running, we are focused on the things that will take us to the end instead of being distracted by all the stuff that's in the outside world. The relationship is what keeps us going. It's the voice in our head. What we need to listen to when things start to go funny during the race. So living life loving Jesus is a two-way conversation with Holy Spirit. It is the training and conversations that let us know who is talking while we are running the race? I hope that makes sense because you know sometimes we we get we we're like man you know I just I hear this thing I, maybe I should do this and then we have to go communicate with somebody. Well, that's part of it. That's part of running your races. I got this idea. Is it a God idea or is it just a good idea? There is always a difference. Is it a God idea or is it a good idea? Where am I going to head with this thing? What direction do I plan on going? What am I going to do? And that's when you have to communicate. You have to say, hey God. Is this part of the plan? Is this still on the path? Is this the AMPM with the chocolate? Is this, what is this? What direction am I going? The water guy's right around the corner. Maybe I'll get some clearance. Oh, that's Sunday. That's the water that you receive on Sunday. Bloop. Oh, whew. okay. I slowed down just a little bit to catch my breath. I'm still in first place, which actually doesn't matter in this race, but I'm, I'm, I'm enduring all the way to the end. So I'm doing all this stuff. So you're communicating, you're learning as you go, and then you make these fine adjustments and so on and so forth. Well, how do you know who you're talking to? Well, that's part of the training. You learn who you're talking to. So John 10, 27 says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. When we are in relationship with the King of Kings and are training consistently for the long game, we realize that our life is actually centered on God because that's what you are all about. Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He is the focus of our life and our everyday living is being consistently surrounded by the things that God wants us to do every day, all day. And at that point, we are literally living life loving Jesus and we become accustomed to focusing on the plan in such a way that we will start to recognize when the enemy attacks and we will know how to adjust or break through the attack in stride instead of that attack throwing us off the track, <laughs> right? So the Christian life is not an easy one. I guarantee you that. We, we, we run into issues, problems, things like that. You know, I will tell you that, you know, 
running into stuff and having blocks in our path is that's that's an absolute that that's what we do that's what happens and it's not an easy it's not an easy life but the christian life is a choice we made the choice we made that choice and that choice is for the length of our earthly life and that choice moves us into eternal life with an even bigger adventure to live So the adventure that we're living here on earth now, bringing heaven to earth, because that's where God is. God's in us. Jesus is in us. We follow the Holy Spirit. We're bringing him down. And we can function in his stuff here and now. So every day we have an opportunity to make the changes required to become greater in God's things. To stay on the path that God has set before us. Why do we wait for some magical date to make that decision? To me, it's funny. I I know in, in my past... I'm going to, the year is going to be, this year is going to, we're going to, and then I discovered that, you know, just stay in stride, just run your race, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, just like, what's that fish, just keep swimming, whatever, right, so whatever's going on there, and you just continue, you continue, and you stay on God's path, and you make the adjustments, and you make the, the shifts along the way, and you finally get yourself in, in that position, and you're like, oh man, I'm riding, I'm doing well, I'm doing well, I'm doing well, and then, Oh no, something's wrong. I got to readjust, 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 you know. And you just kind of do that on a continuous basis. And you don't need to suddenly wait for some magical date. Hebrews 13 says this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if this is true, why do we make things so difficult for ourselves? Most of the issues we deal with are self-made. Jesus is still on the throne. He hasn't changed. We just need to follow him and see where he takes us. Living life, loving Jesus is an adventure for our lifetime. Right on, right on.